Welcome to a brand new Zero Doinks. We have a special treat for you today, exclusively heard here on Zero Doinks. Here is a fresh tune inspired by Justin Fields and Axel Rose, created by Coach Cuse, Rick Fieldsman, and Bill Doinks. If you don't like our original music, I suggest you go for it about four minutes, but you'll be missing out. Here is the radio shortened version of Patience. Shed a tear cause I'm needing you I've had a constant smile Dude, I think about you every day now Was a time when I wasn't sure But you set my mind at ease There is no doubt you're number one Justin, take it slow It'll work itself out fine All we need is just a little patience Said Justin, make it slow And we'll come together fine All we need is just a little patience Start at If I can't have you right now, I'll wait here. Sometimes I get so tense, but I can't speed up the time. But you know, Fields, there's one more thing to consider. Said Justin, take it slow And things will be just fine You and I'll just use a little patience Said Justin, take the time Cause the lights are shining bright Your right arm's got what it takes to make it we won't forsake it Oh, don't ever break it Cause I can't take it Jersey, there's so many around 
Rose at the end? I think it might have been. Welcome to the newest and perhaps best Zero Doinks you've ever, ever listened to. It's going to be red hot today. We have one new segment with a collegiate athlete. Yeah, that's amazing. Can't wait for that. We are going to help get a lot of you to a special event at the end of July. We're going to talk to the founders of the Hot 10. That is going to be red hot. Of course, we're going to be talking Bears. We're going to be talking Justin Fields. We're going to be talking all sorts of things tonight on Zero Dogs. Thanks. Boing, 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 boing. Zero Dogs. Zero Dogs. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. We are back. Things are red hot. It is mid-July. Bears camp is around the corner, and this might be our most explosive episode yet. Dan Doinks, you're in a garage. You look amazing. How does it smell? How do you smell? How are you? I'm good, buddy. Thanks so much. I smell, I would say on a scale of 10, I smell like a four right now, and the garage is like a six. So I smell worse than the garage for sure. I'm in the garage because I've been told I speak too loud when I do zero doinks. And uh, if you're a zero doinks listener, you know that things go off the rails in terms of language and sexual content. So I've been asked to sit in the garage. Here I am, sweating my balls off. Thank you so much, though. I'm excited for tonight. Tonight's going to be great. We have a new segment with a Illini football future star. That's going to be amazing. We have other special guests, too, promoting what might be the greatest charity event of the year and much, much more. But we're a Bears podcast. We talk 50% bears at least every episode, and we are going to talk about our guy. He is risen, Justin Fields, coming up next on Zero Doinks. Dan, good to see you again, buddy. Don't get eaten by a garage snake. <laughs> Thank you so much. Let's fucking do it, buddy. 13 and 4, Super Bowl City, Justin Fields is the man. We have a real one. Do we have a real number one? Fields is going to hoist it in the air again. He looks and cranks, sends it deep down the field for Wilson. Got it. Touchdown, Wilson. 42 yards from Justin Fields. What's your comp for Justin Schuyler Fields? Like, who does he remind you of? 
Ooh, wow, good question. Um, I mean, Jesus Christ is the first person that comes to mind. Fields in trouble. Fields turning. Fields. Touchdown! Please, Jesus, thank you for Justin Fields. Our Lord and Savior is possibly here. He is risen. He's here. He's Jesus Christ. He's Jesus Christ in uh, in football form. So drafting Justin Fields is gold. Justin, you stirred up some controversy when you got into it with some Alabama fans after the game and said, "I'm going to the NFL. Y'all have fun marrying your cousins." Justin Fields. Welcome back, Zero Doinks. Justin Fields is gold. This is where we remind ourselves and our listeners that we have future NFL MVP Justin Fields as our guy, our quarterback, our QB1B. I love him. I still love him, Dan. I still can't believe he's a Chicago Bear. No, I think about it still every day, all day, in my sleep. Have you Be honest with me right now. Have you had any dreams about Justin Fields? I have, yeah. He is. He is uh, they are not sensual in nature but yes i've had dreams of him i feel like he's kicking ass in every dream i've had as a chicago bear against probably the lions yeah that's fair i have not had any actual dreams of justin fields has been in yet and i'm i'm a little mad at myself about it i'll just be honest and i'm just gonna go ahead and blame the ghosts in my house they're just fucking with me in my sleep they're keeping me from justin thoughts while i'm uh out and about but uh usually you know this part i have jf1 trivia i don't this week i absolutely do not i got a lot going on i got a lot going on and i'm in a garage so cut me some fucking slack here so uh but i did did you happen to see that he was working out with justin love and then they maybe it depended on which source you were looking at some people just casually didn't mention the other person there, but some did, that Deshaun Watson was was there. Were you concerned immediately that they were in the same space? Yes, it, it, it yes. But first of all, uh, you said Justin Love, Whoops, who I, Jordan assume, Love. I assume is Jordan's better quarterback playing brother, right? Sorry. <laughs> I'm, no, you know no. what? I'm not, so, I'm not sorry. He should change his name because he wants to be like Justin Fields. So from now on, he's just in love. Can we just settle on that? I'm fine with it. It's easier to remember. So I'm, I'm all about it. Yes, I did. I did see some of that same footage. Who's recording these, by the way? It was in like, looked like it was almost at the Walter Payton Center in Lake Forest. It wasn't. But Strange. I Yeah. Get him away from Deshaun Watson, though, I guess is the point. Big time. Yeah. Get him away from Watson. Yeah, that guy's – I feel like your agent right now would be like, hey, could you just cool it on the working out with Deshaun Watson? That guy That guy is uh, on the hot seat big time. Just visually, just don't be near him. So, And especially if he's like, let's go grab a quick massage, you did not do that. Please, Justin. Justin and Justin, I'll do you a solid Justin love. Please also stay away because we want you to start this year for the Packers. We do. We definitely do. Um, did you see, I think you did because you were very snarky on Twitter with at Zero Doinks. You saw Justin Fields wearing a White Sox hat while he was at a quarterback camp that he was part. Yeah, I don't know if he was a mentor or a coach as part of the part of that camp. He had an awesome White Sox hat. 
he looks much better in a Sox hat than a Cubs hat. I think there's literally nobody that agrees with you on that one. And I polled a lot of people, mostly uh, in my house and uh, other Cubs fans. So, yeah, that's definitely not true. He just wore a Sox hat. You know, there's uh, a local – our local – youth baseball league around here is uh, actually run by the Sox. So every team is the Sox. Maybe he was just coaching a local Downers Grove uh, baseball team and he just had to wear a generic Sox hat. So I don't think that means anything. He hasn't actually been to a Sox game yet, right? Because who does that? So no, I, I I didn't read too much into it. I did. I read everything into it. And we all know that... He's he's really a White Sox fan, and it, that's it's going to become uncovered. It's going to be fantastic. He could probably play second base for the Sox right now, actually, and that's not really a joke. Um, but hold on a second, for, we yeah, go we, ahead, good. Keep, please keep him away from the White Sox because we oh, don't want him to get injured. Call. So please keep Great him call. away from that fucking team, okay? Please and okay. thank you. Yes, we're we're absolutely in agreement. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, one thing that I liked on Twitter this week was the debunking of Justin Fields as a one-read quarterback. And it's it's all based off of research that some guy I've never heard of did <laughs> when he put together this very complicated-looking chart that seemed to conclude that he was the best quarterback after his first read in like the history of college football. So I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Oh, you're in. Okay. I didn't actually see it. I want you to walk me through the chart in very (laughs) slow and boring detail. No, I don't. I I'll be honest. The Justin Fields, like highlights and stuff like I enjoy them, but I'm a little, I'm ready for the real thing. Now I'm a little burned out on all of the talk about fields is, you know, is Ohio state quarterbacks or they, they always suck. And like, I'm just done with the talk and I just want to see it happen. Now I will take the good fun, Justin stories and videos and all of that. But the, like I'm breaking down film from when he was at Ohio state. We're done with that. We've already fucking drafted him. So sort of all of most of that is irrelevant at this point. Right. So, but there's definitely a strong community of Twitter experts that, want to just rehash throws and reads and all of that shit. Buddy, go get a girlfriend is what I'm going to say to those people. Or or boyfriend, I don't, whatever, whatever works. Yeah, doesn't matter. We're all the same when the lights are out. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that's totally true. Um <laughs> Uh, one thing I did notice is, is that actually your li- <laughs> like have you said that before in the bedroom with the with the lights go off? <laughs> I not that I recall, uh, but you know there's no cameras rolling as far as I know, so I can't I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> That's good because I'm not I'm just going to move on with that. Uh, the one thing I noticed about Twitter over the weekend too is that. Um, 49er fans are very soft and we'll get into Packers fans on Twitter being soft in the next segment where we'll have a little bears chatter. But I suggested that Kyle Shanahan is an idiot for basically not drafting Justin Fields and, and having Trey Lance and Mac Jones ahead of fields and 49er fans are not happy with me. They basically are like, oh, cry more. Oh, yeah, cry more. It's like, no, you traded 
a lot of draft capital for a guy who hasn't played quarterback since 2019. I don't really care if he's good or not. I'm glad Justin Fields is a bear. I don't really care. I just think Kyle Shanahan's an idiot. That's all. Shut up. Yeah, but being real defensive like that just seems to suggest that they're also questioning the pick, right? Don't be so sensitive about it. You know, it's, you know, when we, when people gave us shit about Mitch, we kind of just went, yeah, yeah, you're kind of right. You're kind of right. So, you know, I guess, yeah, I thought it was very strange at Shanahan just skipping right over fields that had he is be one of the few people and everyone's, you know, crowning him a fucking genius. So, uh, no, I'm I'm really ready for the 49ers to just fall apart. I can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait for it. Yeah, they are absolutely going to be on Justin Fields' shit list. And I can't. I think they, we play them this year, right? Pretty sure. Not a big remember the schedule nah, guy a, out, of, out of the division. Not a clue. Definitely not a big schedule guy. <laughs> I'm going to say we play them and we host them, and it's probably between September and December. <laughs> One Keep of those talking. things. I'm gonna look it up. Possibly true. <laughs> Dan's looking it up right now. In his garage. Possibly with a garage snake. No, no, I'm not looking it up. I'm, I'm okay. a bad internet connection here, Bill, so I'm not looking it up. You you look it up on your own time. <laughs> That's fine. Grease tank sliding to our DMs. Um anything else in Justin Fields' is gold, Dan? Or Shall we move on with this unbelievable episode? Let's move on, buddy. Justin Fields, I love you so. And you can raise me up on Justin's field. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. Did you want to mention that you had some interaction? Uh, Zero Doinks had some interaction with uh, his dad, right? On That's Twitter, right. Didn't, he, didn't he like a post that you had thrown his way? He did. Pablo Fields, the aforementioned Pablo, either last episode or the one before where Dan Dan found out a lot about him and his uh, his timeline about all of his talented children. Yes, Pablo did like something. I've been trying to get him a little more involved. We'll see. Possible future guest on Zero Doinks. He's he wears a leather jacket and rides a bike. So uh, a motorcycle. That's what I mean. Well, yeah, he can ride his bike right into my heart and I pretty confident he'll be on zero doinks someday so pablo come on buddy come on we're we're such we're high tech here big research guys as you can tell pablo that's right we're we're ready for you would love to talk about your son and the rest of your talented children and learn more about your bike gang that'll be amazing this has been justin fields is gold coming up next some more bears chatter uh, i don't know if the bears play the 49ers still looking I'm blocked by Brad Biggs. Brad Biggs, even though he blocks us on Twitter, he's... Don't say us. Speaks? Yes. Right? Block, blocked on Twitter by Brad. I still maintain. Great beat reporter. Just the uh, the best. A little, little soft on Twitter. Eddie Goldman skipped the off-season program. I do know that um, last summer, uh, I was told by some people after he opted out that they seriously questioned whether he'd ever return and that's uh, kind of cropped up again eddie goldman he's a silent killer man um works his tail off i'm blocked by brad Vick. packers bears any idea who's going to be there anybody who's going to be quarterbacking in the number 12 jersey yeah i don't know ba let's see how about how about you aaron Rodgers? <laughs> <laughs>
boing, 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 boing. chatter bears chitter chatter bears chitter chatter is that what we're calling it these days i think so sure uh, bill what do we want to talk about first we want to talk about eddie goldman here what do you yeah, got for let's me? talk about it yeah yeah i mean we we led into the segment with some red hot audio from 670 the score brad biggs is trying to scare the pants off of all of us bears fans saying oh i talked to a bunch of people and there's you know the possibility that eddie goldman might be retiring well the funny thing is after he had his appearance on Mully and ha! Um, immediately, there was a report the next day that Eddie Goldman was actually in the Chicagoland area working out, working his ass off. So, Biggs, get some new sources. I know it doesn't mean anything. He could have just been working out in non-football capacity, but it looked like he was lifting a lot of weights. That There's no reason to do that unless you're a football player. Right, Dan? He's coming back. Do they still do the terrible intro song? Big Brad Biggs. Is coming to town, Big Brad Biggs. He's a big fat bitch. Do they still do that intro song? It's horrible. I fucking hate it. But I hate listen to it. Like I like I kind of wish it was yeah. a. I wish that was my alarm in the morning on my phone. I gotta look that up. All right, Eddie Goldman. Why are there so many videos of him working out? Is there something I'm supposed to be reading into that? Like I, I don't I don't really what's what's wrong with Eddie Goldman. I, I don't think anything is. I think people are just like, he hasn't played since the last game in the 2019 season, and Biggs is making us just absolutely sweat for maybe no reason. So, I don't know. Are you a big, I'm going to take I, selfies of myself when I work out guy? Oh, all the time, yeah. Big time, uh, yeah, when I'm uh... – lightly doing a fast walk uh around the uh the yorktown mall i'm definitely taking a video of that or i have i have a stranger take a video of that i i just i literally don't i don't know what to do with it it seems like there's a new eddie goldman's lifting weights video on twitter every day and i'm like eddie just tell me what i'm supposed to do with this i mean are you playing or you're not i i don't care at this point like get brad biggs out of my face talking about you just just tell me what you're doing is he was he want a contract? I, I legitimately have no idea what what his problem is. He looks like he's yeah. in good shape, I guess. I don't fucking yeah. know, but s- stop with the videos, man. That's just weird. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not nervous about it. Brad Biggs is never right. He's never broken news ever. So fuck that guy. Um, camp is starting soon. They announced camp dates. I think it's July 29th where they start, and I think it's all at. Hellas Hall, right? No more Bear Benet. Um, There are tickets available if you register on their website. I've registered because I think we need to represent. We're not really media, so I'm not going to apply for a pass. I know Rick Fieldsman asked about that. (laughs) That would would be be great. That would be great. Well, we'd certainly have problems with that big bitch Brad Biggs. The only thing he breaks is wind. If we had a media pass, we'd be throwing hands with that fat fuck. I'm sorry, Brad. I love you. Unblock me on Twitter. Yeah, camp starting. So, will you? Do you think you'll go if you get tickets? Uh, 
yeah. Just, and are you, you know, yeah, are you registering for like a particular day or is it just like just put your name in a hat and they're like, oh, you have Tuesday morning. What? How's you, it work? Yeah, you uh, it has every day that's available to fans that it is on the website. You can you can uh, register your name up to four tickets for any of those days. So I picked days that appeared to have availability for my life. So hopefully it matches with yours and Coach Cuse's and Rick Fieldsman's <laughs> if, in fact, I get four tickets to any of these days. I, I would go. I'd love to see Justin Fields whip the pigskin around. And I, and from my understanding, you have to drive to a mall and park, and then they you get on a bus to Hallis Hall. Is that correct? I've seen that, yeah. that I don't know if there's like a limited amount of spots that they're saving at Hallis Hall, but, yeah, I think – this, that, this so- it sounds messy, right? Uh, this sounds like getting you ready for Bears and fucking Arlington Heights, I can tell you that much. Which, I need to throw a quick apology out to my friend Ryan, who lives in Arlington Heights. I think he was a little upset that I specifically said that Arlington Heights can eat my ass. I don't actually mean that. I don't have a... I was angry, I'll admit it. I was a little heated. I don't have a problem with Arlington Heights. I just... I'm just not there yet, guys. So to you, Ryan, specifically, I apologize. That was that was a bit far. I don't want Arlington Heights to eat my ass yet. <laughs> that's that's fair. Ryan, you know, Dan's a good guy. You know you know his heart, I'm sure. <laughs> you know he meant nothing personal by it. He's just upset because the one time he went to bet ponies with me there. He had to take a piss, and he got caught in traffic, and it stuck with him this entire time. I wish I could say that was untrue, but it is very much true. God damn it. Just get your traffic figured out once for me, Arlington Heights. But do not eat, do not eat my ass. I love you, Arlington Heights. You're my favorite place on earth. What else we got, Bill? <laughs> uh, A-Rob, I think there's like there's a deadline coming up to where the Bears need to extend him. Otherwise... He, they can't talk contract with him until after the season again. He's not signing, is he? There's no chance. I don't think so. There's also, you know, we're we're for way too much in the weeds and Twitter, the Twitter world. There seems to be some optimism amongst fans that he's going to sign an extension before Thursday. What 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 will have changed since last time this happened? Bears don't even have any money to give him, right? Right. I mean, I. Unless he's, they're going to pay him like a hundred grand this year, and then they'll pay him real money when he's in his mid fifties. The old Bobby Bonilla trick. I don't know how that works, but I, no, I don't see it. I don't. I would like for him to sign an extension, but no, I don't think so, guys. Yeah, no, I think I think we should all be prepared for the continued lack of certainty with a Rob. I think a lot of us in the back of our minds are thinking, you know, yeah, just. This year, he's going to feel so good actually having a quarterback with accuracy, and I'm not talking about Andy Dalton. And they're going to be like, yeah, of course. He'll sign for a hometown discount after the year just to play with Fields, right? He's not going to do that. He's so pissed at pace. and Yeah. he's If they don't get it done by Thursday, he's I've already mentally placed him on another team in 2022. Same. Same. I, I don't. I would. I don't even blame him. Get, get your money, man. The Bears fucked. They dicked around with you for a while, and he did a lot to carry that offense with 
some very bad quarterback play. So, yeah, go go make that bread, a eh, Rod. That's right. Make get that, that bread. bread. No way, you don't make the bread. Do you get the bread or do you make it? We've had this discussion before, haven't we? This is we have old suburban yeah. guy talk here. It is. It absolutely is. Uh, speaking of which, that is one hell of a rake behind you in the garage there, but that is a that's a oh, good that's one of those wet leaves or dry mm-hmm. leaves situations, right? You can you just pull it up and pull that extra piece of plastic up and down. Yeah, it it really captures a lot of leaves, and I'm very proud of it. That's why it's pretty much the only thing to, that's not just laying on the floor in here. But yeah, if anyone needs to borrow a rake, just uh, slide into my DMs at Gopher Bones. Just do it. And I'll give you a fucking rake. There also appears to be, and this may just be a figment of my imagination, there appear to be a lot of flies, like, up and around your head. <laughs> Is that true? Are there are there insects in your garage? You look a bit warm, though, for sure. I'm very warm. Like, and now I'm running about a 3 out of a 10 in terms of, uh, in terms of smell. So the flies, I don't see them. Uh, I'm also battling a cold right now, so I... I I can't smell myself, which is a which is a delight. But you know, Bill, I, I'm doing what I can here. I'm doing what I can. I'm just grinding, baby. I'm just I'm getting, I'm making, and getting that bread right now. You are. You absolutely are. I can smell the yeast from here. Um, <laughs> can we talk about Packers fans on Twitter for a minute again? Getting stuck in the weeds, like you said. I. Uh, I made the, I don't know if it was a mistake, but I made the decision on Saturday night, I believe, after a number of beverages, scrolling my timeline at Zero Doinks on Twitter, follow us, and uh, I saw somebody retweeted, um, what's his name, Savage, the the safety for the Packers, whatever the fuck his first name is, who cares? Randy. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Rest in peace. Um, And he... He, wait, so is Randy Savage? Like, wait, wait. Hold <laughs> on a second. It's Randy. Who's the the Wonder Years guy? Oh no, is that Macho Man? Is it Macho Man Randy? Oh Savage? yeah. Well, who am I thinking of? Who's the Wonder Years guy? Is his name Savage? Um, Did I make that up? I don't think so. Wait, Ben Savage? No. What is that guy's name? <laughs> I can't think of it. Fred Savage. Fred there Savage. we go. Thank you. That's what I meant. Randy was also right. Go, Bill. I apologize. You're good. You're good. Uh, so anyway, Darnell Savage or whatever the hell his name is, he he basically he had a very innocent tweet like, oh, you know, been I'm really looking forward to the 2021 season or something. And and I and, and I replied because i'm like i think there's a gif out here that i can i can i can send and it was it was darnell mooney catching a poorly thrown ball by by a mitch uh and savage totally mistimed it of course mooney fell down because the pass was so bad it should have been a touchdown but that's on mitch and and i think it said uh mooney owns you savage or something the gif right so so that was my reply Holy shit, Packers fans went after me so hard. It was unbelievable. And a lot of them were like, oh, maybe don't get swept the past two years. And I was thinking, do you guys realize that Mitch is no longer a quarterback? But I'm like, I didn't really get in the weeds that much. 
But somebody went the route of um, well, the problem was somebody that we follow and he follows us. He's a he's a Packers blogger. He's actually a good guy, but he was real defensive out of the gate. Like, oh, this is one pass. Why didn't you talk about the two interceptions he had? And I was like, those are against Mitch. They don't count. And then and then his reply after is like. I'm sorry, man, because everybody was replying off of his stuff, and he saw he saw zero doinks. I felt like I texted you offline. I felt like Jon Snow fighting off all the White Walkers. They're just flying at me left and right. Oh, Justin Fields, he went to Ohio State. He's going to suck. I'm sure that won't backfire at all. The Bears suck at this and that. It's like, God damn it, Packers fans. Don't take it so seriously. So the conclusion that I had was, I guess maybe don't slide into Packers – players dms if you can't take the heat but also a lot of fanboys for savage real defensive real defensive packers fans they're nervous just like the 49ers fans we're talking about that just shows me fans around the league they can't ignore the bears anymore baby you're nervous about justin fields you uh yeah let me first by saying i apologize for not jumping in to help you in that fight on saturday night i was also very drunk so text messages looked like they were in another language uh saturday night so i apologize for that bad teammate that's me that's on me uh yeah you're right i think packers fans are just very sensitive these days they're in a very sensitive spot Ooh, is aaron gonna stay please hold me guten kunst whatever your name is yeah no i think um you i was gonna ask you how they found how Packers fans came at you, but it's through the mutual Packer blogger friend. Now that makes sense. I just imagined like someone sitting in like North, the North woods of Wisconsin in their log cabin house, just doing a search on Savage and on Twitter, seeing who's saying mean things about them and them just attacking you that way. So that's a much more, that's a better mental image in my mind. But uh, yeah, you 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 hit it right on the head. Can't ignore the Bears anymore. People are really sensitive. They're real defensive these days. So yep. good on you, Bill. Good on you. Yeah, it was a social experiment, as far as I'm concerned. That's that's what that was. And I'm still getting replies today from from sour Packers fans like, "You're pathetic." <laughs> like, I'm not even responding to you. Just leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. Uh, so anyway, uh, you know. I guess I won't be sliding into Packers players DMs anymore because that was I was exhausted fighting it off. You know what? And you did not come to my defense, and that's okay. No Bears fan did actually, so that's where that's where I'm a little hurt. Like I I I, I felt alone. I think you already won the argument, so nobody felt like they needed to jump in. There was nothing else to be said. Once you start getting real sensitive, Packers fans, you know you've already lost that argument. So fuck you guys yeah absolutely one of my favorite things this offseason is all the darnell mooney is your dad like to to jalen ramsey and other it's it kills me because other other teams fans do get really pissed off it's like come on like we're we're bears fans just absolutely having a joke here like we're not serious how do you how do you guys not know we're trolling you it's it's mooney like can't you just take a fucking joke and Jalen Ramsey gets in the mix and he's also sensitive? It's like, are you fucking serious? It's Mooney. I mean, he was. When did we even draft him? Was he like a fifth round draft yeah. pick or something? Like, <laughs> yeah. 
just relax, everyone. I mean, this is why. This is also like the people, the Bears fans breaking out Justin Fields, Ohio State game tape. Like, we just need the season to get started. This yeah. is this is all getting very exhausting. It is exhausting. Just like the Aaron Rodgers stuff. I loved how non-committal he was at the uh, that celebrity match that he did on that I didn't watch. I don't know if you watched it at all, but no. The, yeah, there's there's audio either at the beginning of the segment or after the segment of of him being asked about you know when it, are you basically are you going to be the quarterback when the Packers play the Bears this year and he, he's sort of like I don't know I think <laughs> how high has he been every day this offseason he looks like he's very high he does look like he's kind of a mess um, where where are we at with that he I still think he's going to start week one you yeah. the same for you yeah I mean. He's not going to sit out. That's really his only option at this point, just to prove a point. I don't see that. Yeah, he would just he just retire. I mean, I I don't know. He seems like he's loving life right now. So, yeah, I mean, I think he should play professional golf forever. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Whatever makes you happy, Aaron, as long as right. it's not beating our bears. I exactly. feel like he has not picked up a football in the off season, though. That does make me feel good. I. I I feel like he's going to be. I'm surprised he's not really fat. Actually, that's disappointing. He's got a Hollywood wife or girlfriend or whatever they you know they. I don't think they eat. They eat vegan or some shit like that. I don't know. Fuck him. Fuck the Packers. Go Bears. Yeah, yeah. That's enough Packers. Fo- uh, Packers talk. Go Bears. Coming up next, we have a brand new segment. You're gonna love it. It's a new friend of zero doinks enjoy thank you dan this has been a lovely segment bears chatter keep working out eddie goldman huey say throw another shrimp on the barbie oh that's that's an australian saying throw another shrimp on the barbie (laughs) crikey huey's mayo i really want is an australian huey's mayo and eggs g'day oh Hey. Huey's Mayo and Eggs, starring Hugh Robertson. You're thinking of Australians. Yeah, that's Australian. Huey's Mayo and Eggs, featuring... Hugh Robertson, Punter, University of Illinois. Welcome back to Zero Doinks. This is our brand new segment called Huey's Mayo and Eggs, starring Hugh Robertson, who is a punter for my alma mater, the University of Illinois, and we are thrilled to have you, Hugh. Welcome to Zero Doinks, man. Thanks, boys. Thanks, thanks for having me. A pleasure to be a part of it. Of course. As, as the audience, you know, our audience is very smart, but... Uh, I'm sure they even noticed that you don't exactly sound like a Midwesterner. You are from Australia. Uh, you helped inspire the name of this segment. 
Can you explain what mayo means to an Australian? So mayo is a sort of uh, a term that um, well, basically my friends and the, the broader Melbourne community, I, I imagine, are the creators of it. But mayonnaise uh, is something you put on a story. Not that I do that much. Uh, mayonnaise is something you put on a story to beef it up a little bit. Um, the, sort of the idea of uh, never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Um, it was a it was a last minute top uh, just talking to one of my mates about what what should uh, what should I name my sort of segment and we were throwing names towards each other and I said Huey's mayo just roll off the tongue right and I was like yeah okay let's just do that. <laughs> do you eat actual mayonnaise? Is there any actual mayonnaise involved with Hugh's lifestyle? Uh, not a great deal to be honest. It's just more it's the mayo is more used as a. If someone uh, someone's telling a story and you suspect, oh, okay, this is a, there's a bit to this. Like, I don't think this has actually happened. That means there's a bit of mayo on that. There's a bit of mayo on that for sure. <laughs> so you call them out for that. I love it. I love it. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Yeah, we figured we want to get an explanation of that because I'm sure people are like, you know, I mean, they're used to us throwing eggs at the end of all of our segments for no apparent reason. But mayo, <laughs> that that was new. That was a new one. You you came to the University of Illinois. You are a redshirt freshman, I think, technically, right, in terms of football terms. And did so. How'd you how'd you land at the University of Illinois of all of all schools? Well, it's a lot. It's a it's quite a long story, actually. Um, I'll try to do the the short ish part of it. Uh, but I think it's a redshirt freshman. I think I'm a redshirt freshman. I'm these these all these ter- all these terminology of freshman, sophomore, and all that sort of stuff is fairly new to me. Um, back home in Australia, sort of, we don't call them freshmen or you just how many years of university have you done? Two, three, four, finished, um, doing a graduate degree. It's sort of, the, the, those terms aren't used back home. So how, how I got into it was um, a fairly interesting story. I, I've, I've traveled a, a lot in my life. I've, um, I'd been to America, I did a road trip with my best friend, um, from, we drove from LA to New York over two months. Um, fell in love with the place. Fell in love with America. Um, was talking to one of my friends when I was back home playing football, Australian football, Australian rules football. Um, I was talking to one of my friends at, pra- at practice one time. Uh, we call it training, but at practice. Um, and we were kicking the ball to each other, um, which is part of the sport. And he would, I was just talking about my trip, and he's like, oh, you like America so much. Have you ever heard about Pro Kick Australia. So uh, I said no. Um, so he, he sort of recommended that I um, send an email uh, or get in contact to with this, this company that they basically, I'm not sure if you've uh, ever heard of Pro Kick Australia before. Um, no, I've not. So uh, every, oh, I'd, I'd say 99, uh, 99% of the punters from Australia over here um, there's five NFL punters um, and about 150 scholarships that have been awarded to pro kick graduates um, to American colleges. They've all come from that program. Um, it's run by Nathan Chapman and uh, John Smith, and they, they do an absolute excellent job of just preparing ex- Australian rules footballers and, and also rugby players, which is a different sport, and they prepare them for punting, teach them the, how to do it and how to, the technique to become more consistent. Because um, we basically grow up with the hand-eye coordination and the power to be able to kick the ball a, a fair way, but the consistency sort of is something you learn um, 
went by practicing it more. Um, so yeah, I sent them an email, um, didn't hear back from them for about three months. Uh, at the time I was working as a police officer in Australia. Um, so I'd been doing that for about eight years. Um, and wasn't exactly, I was enjoying my job, but I was always thinking in my back of my head, what else could I do outside? Like I've always wanted to, I love adventures. So this was for me, it was a huge adventure. Um, I wasn't really thinking that at the time. It was one of those moments where you just send an email and see what happens, but sort of forgot about it after three months. Didn't I don't think they checked their inboxes that much. They're like they're not not known for their organisation, Johnny and Chappie down at Pro Kick Australia. To be honest, I hope they're not listening to this. <laughs> I'll still send them the the podcast. Um, but yeah, three months later, I said come down, and I was I happened to have the day off work on a Sunday, in I think it was. It would have been January, no, 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 sorry, March of 2019. Um, uh, Went down on a Saturday morning about 6 a.m. It was pretty, like, dewy, so pretty wet out. Um, Had no idea what I was getting myself in for. I'd never even, I'd I'd, uh, I'd picked up a, I'd thrown around American football before at a barbecue once uh, when I was 20 or something. This is, what, seven years later. Um, had my hands on a American football for the first time in about seven years. Never kicked it. Before, never kicked an American football before. Um, and then I was getting balls thrown at me, snaps basically from uh, from Chappie. And then started kicking them. Um, wasn't ideal. Like there was a lot of shanks in there. <laughs> there was a lot, plenty of shanks in there, but there was a couple of half decent ones, I, I suppose. And as soon as the session ended, they basically said, "We want you to do the program." So. That was a hard decision. I told my dad about it, and um, he basically thought it was a hoax, the whole program and everything, and didn't want me to do it, and didn't know what the sport was. He still doesn't. <laughs> he still asks me, when do you come back to play Australian football? Um, <laughs> which is quite funny. He doesn't, he's not interested in learning, learning the, um, the sport and the rules at all. <laughs> I'm trying to encourage him. He'll get there eventually. But um, yeah, went down there. Um, tried out and then had to basically tell my um, my coach and my team that I was playing for, that I was interested in doing this, which led to me not leaving, but delaying starting the, the Pro Kick Australia program for about uh, six months until the end of the regular football season that I was playing in. We managed to win the whole premiership at the end of the thing. So it was a, my first ever football, Australian football premiership which is like a premiership's like a final. So you win, win the finals, you're the champions of the league. Congrats. Um, thank you. Yeah, it was, a, it was an awesome day. Um, it, was, you know, it, was pretty, it was pretty tough by the end of it my whole life. Because in a game of Australian football, you, you probably run 10 miles in a game. So by the end of it, my body was pretty stuffed. And um, it, was, it was obviously a very intense game. And it was a relief to hear the final siren go um, and win. But then uh, we had... A celebration for about three days, which involved a a, a few a few beers. Um, I'll, I'll say it was. I closed the book on football and then onto the next adventure. So started training four days a week, uh, like punting four days a week, um, and then tra- training in the gym every other day. Um, some days I'd do both, um, and I was pretty dedicated. Um, 
hadn't touched a book from since high school, which was I was 27 at the time as well. So like in 2019, I was uh, no sorry 2019 I was 20 I was 26. So hadn't touched a a book in about like a hadn't touched math in about um, eight eight or nine years. So that was had to study for the SAT. So I sat and looked at myself in my room. Um, moved back in with dad um, to sort of save a bit of money because I knew I was doing this. Um, like I was, I was, and, uh, I was living in another house and moved in with dad, and started um, studying for the SAT, which is a nightmare. Like at times, I was just thinking, I'm like, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this. Like this is going to be really hard. And just like kept at it, and um, and eventually passed it. So passed the SAT, got the score that I needed, and then and then. Um, so I started training in October, and then in um, there was very like early mornings, traveling about two and a half hours to get to practice, and then in March, just before the coronavirus lockdown, uh, I got offered by Illinois. So um, obviously, everything that happened on the way there was all new news to me. I'd been doing a lot of research. I'd, I'd never actually seen a um, a game of American football before, which is um, unbelievable. I still haven't gone to an NFL game. I've been to obviously a college game before um, by playing in it, <laughs> or not, yeah, by being there on the sidelines. Um, um, and apart from one punt against uh, Penn State, um, but yeah, so um, offered, got offered the scholarship and accepted it straight away. So how it sort of works um, with pro kick, we don't really get a choice of where um, you go. So Johnny and Chappie, they like to try and match you to a particular school. Um, uh, so they basically thought that Illinois would be a great fit for me. Um, and and I was like all for it. It was all like, it was all going to be new to me. So to be honest, I didn't, I was sort of open to going wherever. I didn't, didn't know much about football, didn't know much about Illinois at all, never been to Illinois. Um, so I accepted it straight away. Just thought, stuff it. Like, here we go. This is, this is, this is what life's about. <laughs> um, uh, having having fun, going on an adventure. So yeah, did it, and here I am a year later. Uh, yeah. So I've moved, yeah, moved over during the coronavirus pandemic, which was a um, an ordeal. Um, did about fifty days of quarantine in order to get my visa, uh, or to get my visa and come to America. Um, and then was straight into full camp. <laughs> now, can, um, I, can I ask you a question, Hugh? When you, of course you can. When you landed in, uh, well, when you arrived in Champaign, Illinois, did you think they were, uh, it was a sick joke that they had placed you in the middle of fucking cornfields and right smack dab <laughs> in the middle of America? I mean, they could have tried to place you at like USC or Miami, but nope, yeah. Champaign, Illinois. Did you think it was a cruel oh, yeah. trick? <laughs> How dare you, Dan? And it's it's purely a geographical thing. I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not shitting on Illinois. It was a purely a geographical because a guy from Australia gets dropped into Champaign, Illinois. I'd imagine it's a little bit of a culture shock. Oh, definitely. Um, I think anywhere was going to be a culture shock. Um, being outside your 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 comfort of, of home, where everyone's got the same accent as you, um, the same culture, the same slang and all that sort of stuff um that was definitely tough to to um to get used to but i mean illinois in itself like i got on the tr- a bus um at o'hare airport 
I was meant to be quarantined. I got on the bus with 50 other people going down to Champagne. Uh, made friends with, um, I think his name was Nick, uh, a guy on the bus with me. He does engineering here at, um, at Illinois and uh, just started making friends with him and then went and got Ch- Chipotle together. I was just look, driving down there and it was, it was summer at the time. So there was corn every, everywhere, and I was like, "Yep, this is definitely happening." <laughs> I felt like I was, I felt like I was on another backpacking sort of trip with my best friend. So, do you um, know? Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Hugh is um, in the same punting room as Blake Hayes, who is a senior, who is a borderline all-American punter, who is also from Australia. Did you know Blake? going into this or were you fast friends because you had a common interest or a couple common interests or how'd, how'd that work out? Well, I like that you just assume they're friends. Maybe they're enemies because they're both <laughs> Ooh, uh, the Australian guys yeah. on the team. Yeah, no, definitely not. Like Blake, uh, I met Blake once um, when I was uh, at pro kick, he came down for a session. This is before I knew anything about Illinois or the fact that I was going there. So we we chatted a lot, and I sort of like he was really excited for, for me to get there and show me around and all that sort of stuff. Um, and um, yeah, so I mean Blake was an awesome support. It was it was very handy having the, him uh, on the team, um, basically being another Australian. It sort of helped with any homesickness that might have happened and all that sort of stuff. But Cause I think he, if I recall correctly, he had a similar where he hadn't played American football before, and he had he had. I think it was like all Big Ten freshman team right out of the gate. So have you been able to relate to that experience in terms of, you know, like you said, you touched American football for only like the second time when you were when you were trying out essentially to to play Division one college football. So has that, you know, has he been a mentor of sorts to you? Are you the next Blake Hayes, I guess, is what our audience wants to know. Oh, that's uh. That's putting a lot of pressure on me because Blake Blake's a very 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 good punter, um, and I think he will be be one of the high, highest uh, high draft picks to go, um, the highest punter I think to go. He's a, he's just an exceptional athlete and um, exceptional punter, and just works his his butt off. Like he works so hard, um, and it's really good having him in front of me because it um, he's like such a hard worker and all that sort of stuff, but. Yeah, having him there was great support. Although um, having being behind him, it sort of made me have to wait so long for the opportunity to actually go out and do your craft. Like you you work on your craft the whole time, and you want to perform it, um, and then waiting behind the whole time, it, it's definitely tough. Um, and I, I, I sort of like at times I was sort of like this. This is like it's all you do is practice. You practice. You practice. Which one day I'll get my opportunity, I hope, um, and it'll be, it'll all be worth it. Um, but having him there is it's great support. Like he's unbelievable with teaching me how to, the rules and what what he looks for, and just having his guidance is uh, like yeah, it's just it's, I could, I wouldn't I wouldn't ask for it any other way to be honest. When you were uh, going through the program, is it was it purely a punting program, or would they try to? decide could you be a place kicker as well what's or is it is what's what's the drill be like i'm gonna be just be a punter because that's kind of the natural the natural uh what do i say uh you're doing that with australian football what do you call it australian 
league football, I'm slaughtering it. I sound like a dumb Midwesterner right now. But it's sort of like that's sort of a part of the game, right, is punting to to your t- – I only know this because during uh, the pandemic when American sports were shut down, we may have watched uh, a handful of games that I still don't understand the rules. But um, that's sort of just a natural thing for, for punters, right? Did you ever think I could also be a place kicker? Um, I think – a lot of place kickers come from like obviously we come from a background of um, of football where we kick it out of our hands. So we we will pass the ball with like out of our hands to uh, a teammate, and like that might be fifty yards, that might be fifteen yards. It will be a range of different distances. Um, but just that high hand eye coordination from being a child practicing that it just translates so well to punting. But I think play, place kicking is um, more of a, it's more sort of similar, I'd say, to like soccer. Um, just because Makes the sense. ball on the ground, I think it just really translates well. So there's a lot of soccer players that become place kickers um, just by, I don't know, high school, they play soccer and they kick for the, the football team because they, can, they know how to kick a ball um, and hit it sweetly most times. So... I mean, there's always potential that I could practice the, the movements well. I've got, like, I mean, most of us will have the power to be able to kick the ball and the hand-eye coordination to kick the ball, but there's definitely a lot of differences in, um, in punting to kicking. Um, that obviously goes without saying, really. Well, and you're, you certainly you come from an athletic background. We'll, we'll get into that in a sec, but I think... Now you have a new coaching staff here for your second year at Illinois. I think you should maybe talk to Coach Bielema and say, hey, have you ever thought about going with the two-punter strategy, both you and Hayes on the field at the same time? Just, <laughs> just, you know, just fool the hell out of the Big Ten and just let's get weird. I think, I think I'm, I'm sure Bielema would be up for it. Oh, yeah, I love getting weird. It would be hard to convince them to do that, I think. Um, from for however long punting's been a thing, I don't think there's ever been two punters on the field at the same time. <laughs> All right. This year might be the year, but we'll see. After I've been trying to get into my um, my coach, my coach now, uh, Coach uh, Miller. He's a tight ends coach as well. Been trying to get trying to get into his ear and maybe getting a couple of reps at tight end, but um, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. To be honest, <laughs> it's all it's all a bit of a joke. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Well, and. and... As I alluded to, I, it, we need to know more about this stuff. So this was this was in an article when you, you know, when you signed with Illinois. So we got to see what's true, what's not. What I saw was you were an Australian junior high, uh, or a, a Australian junior high jump record holder when you were a kid, right? You were, yeah. you were in. I don't know if you won, but you were at least in the 2008 Australian Slam Dunk Contest. That's Whoa. amazing. And also, I saw something that you were the 2010 Australian Kangaroo Racing Contest winner. Are any of those true or false? Did was that? It's amazing. Well, we need yeah, more information well, here. Uh, well, I mean, they're all exceptional, um, like results. And I'm not going to lie, there is definitely a lot of mayo on those uh, <laughs> those accolades. Um, I think the the high jump was uh, little athletics, which is like track and field. When I was probably, I don't know how old how old I said I was, but uh, there's definitely a lot of mail. I had a little bit of fun with the uh, media team with that. 
And uh, then I saw the next day that it was in an article. I was like, oh, this has got to be taken a bit too far. <laughs> a bit further than I thought. So I uh, spoke to my media, the, the media team. I thought, oh, maybe we just uh, take those off. Was, uh, didn't, think, didn't think they'd be written in permanent ink, but uh, there we go. <laughs> it definitely happened. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, at Sky High School. We'd, uh, we'd, have, we'd play basketball at um, like lunchtime. And uh, we'd always have these dunk contests. But uh, that was about it. I, quite, I can't even, seriously, I can't, I'm 28 years old now, so I can't even get up to the ring. <laughs> that is, that's awesome. But, well, what about the what about the kangaroo? Was that was that full of mayo also? Oh, that was that was that was a whole a whole tub of mayo on that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a uh, that was a that was a Walmart um, buy in bulk sort of setup there, like Costco, Sam's Club, or whatever you want there. That's that's a lot of mayo on that one. Awesome. Um, awesome. Plenty of kangaroos around, but we don't race them around. That's for sure. Do you fight them though? I, I see some videos of people f- like taking a swing at a kangaroo. Is that something you'd want to do? No, kangaroos are they're quite scary, like scared animals. So if like you, you're around them, they'll run away fairly quickly. So that's that was like I've seen a video of that. I think um, I think the video you're referring to is um, someone's the kangaroo's attacking someone's dog, bingo, uh, or whatever, and then um, the owner punches the kangaroo and the kangaroo just runs off. Yep, yep <laughs> it was that's true. At a, absolutely absurd video but that's what that's what that's what americans all say all say and they love it <laughs> is uh you you tr- uh triggered something in my mind i'm getting i'm going off track a little bit you're talking about basketball is luke longley a legend in australia as much as he is here luke who luke, luke longley uh expo's uh center I'm going to feel like a horse's ass. He's Australian, isn't he, Bill? He is. He's an Australian. Oh, thank God. Oh, my God. If he was from New Zealand, I was going to feel like a horse's ass, but I was pretty positive (laughs) it was Australia. The the Kiwis are all right. (laughs) The Kiwis are that bad. Um, No, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, Dan. I don't know too much about uh, basketball, so I'm uh, learning. I know the current players, uh, obviously, your Ben Simmons and your Paddy Mills and... Andrew Bogut, who I don't think he's playing anymore, um, and uh, forgive me, I don't know any, don't know any other players that are playing over here at the moment. Uh, well, tra- oh, Dele, Dele, Matthew Delavadova. Oh man, you, the fact that you know Delavadova Dele, and not Luke Longley just makes me feel real old. I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> Luke Longley was on three three championship teams with the Bulls with Michael Jordan, and oh well, he was okay. a big part of why they won those titles. Yeah. Love, love Luke Longley. I don't know where he's at. Hopefully, he's not dead. I hope. So. I hope. So. I definitely hope he's not dead. Was he in the Last Dance at all? Did they give him a, any screen time in that? I thought I saw his curly hair a little bit, but yeah. a little bit. Yeah. But I don't think he was interviewed. But uh, good guy. I'd I'd let him uh, sleep with my wife. <laughs> Jeez, you must love him then. <laughs> Dan Dan's a huge Bulls fan, as you can tell. Um, well, all right. So going going back to Australia, <laughs> it's a tough segue. So you, yeah, definitely. So you, yeah, so, you, so you mentioned you're 28 years old, which is awesome, by the way. Like that is, I'm sure you're aware, not exactly a young college football player in NCAA parlance. Anyway, is that a um, was that kind of weird? Was that expected? Did you did you know that your locker room was going to be full, filled with like 18 to 22 year olds or? Was that a surprise uh, when you went onto campus? I think um, 
I mean, when I got to campus, before I got to campus, I sort of thought, oh, yeah, um, like I've been at boarding school, I've been at football teams before um, with young, younger, younger guys in there. Um, but it was definitely, like, it was a shock, like, coming there. And, I mean, now it's like, I mean, there's all the occasional dad jokes and all that sort of stuff, and, and I love all those. Um, sometimes I feel a little bit old when, the, um, like, the injuries start coming out and the, all the... Oh, it's because you're getting old. It's because you're getting older. You're like, yeah, okay, right, right, right. Everyone gets injuries. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was initially gonna. I, I, I grew up in. I went to boarding school at high school. So in high school, so for me, living with a group of people, I was 18 at the time. Living with a group of people is absolutely fine. So initially, I was sort of okay to stay in the dorms. I'm so glad I did not stay in the dorms. Now, I think I, um, I when I got here, I was like, yeah, nah. Probably a good move that I didn't stay in the dorm. Got got myself an apartment, which was um, yeah, definitely the better move. <laughs> nice. If any any of the freshmen try to get you to buy them beer, um, not yet actually. Beer seems to not really be hard be hard to come by. Everyone always seems to to be able to access it no matter what age they are. But I shouldn't be saying that, but it's true. <laughs> uh, speak, along the same lines, uh, does any does everyone just assume you drink Fosters and does Fosters actually exist in Australia? Oh, it exists, but it's more of a... Uh, I think they market it to England and, and America more than... We, we sort of... Uh, we drink our we'll drink your, your Victoria Bitter or your, your Virus Beaters, otherwise known as... Um, VB and there's like Carlton Draft and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, definitely Fosters is. I've I've had Fosters once, I reckon, in my life, but yeah, not not a regular beer that we drink in Australia, that's for sure. Uh, you mentioned so we talked a little bit about Aussie football rules, uh, or I, I just I completely <laughs> buffaloed that as well. Dan and I are are we don't remember much from last March. That feels like a, a lifetime ago when we were starting yeah. to look at Aussie professional football. Can you explain why there's like th- how many po- there's like four poles, three poles, and then there's like a ref in the middle who gets really aggressive, like when when finger you guns. get like the six like pointer. Yeah, 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 a lot of finger guns. Yeah. What- it's pretty cool. I mean, that looks like a great job. Are they supposed to be that energetic? Are they doing that for TV? Like, I want that job, first of all. But what it's, can you explain yeah. how any of that works? So, yeah, four posts at each end. Um, I always get this question whenever I'm out having a drink or two and um, someone asks me, like, my background, all that sort of stuff, Australian rules, and I have to try and explain it. It's the hardest sport to explain that someone's never seen it before. Um, but I basically start off by going um, mixture of basketball, soccer, rugby, American football. It's just like it's it's easier to watch it to learn it than try and get me to explain it. That's for sure. But the refs they have the the refs that are in the uh, the goals they have an excellent job. And I, it's I think I, I don't know any refs, so they might I might be completely wrong when saying this. It's all professional. Like the harder, the more aggressive, the more intent you look. With, and the more the more like confidence you have with your decision, that's that's that wins you the job. That wins you the job. So if they if they know it's a goal, if they know it's a goal, they're going to make sure they they, they have they're confident in that. And the two the two ones like that, that's six points. And then if it misses the the two middle posts and goes in between the two posts on either side, um, it's like a behind. So they'll 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 signal that, and then the what just one, which is one point. 
Um, and obviously, if it hits the post um, as well, that's one point. Um, and, and yeah, when you get through, it's the big six points, which everyone loves to go. We were. I just. I'm thinking back now to watching those games, and it was real late at night. And I'm watching it with Bill here and a few other guys, and we were so drunk. Like I, you said, you'd only know it if you watched it. I've definitely watched it, and I don't recall much of it except for the finger no. guns. That's literally all I remember, <laughs> and a lot of running and just random punting of the ball. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot. There's a lot to it. I'd love love to take you to a game one day down in uh, Australia. That'd be that awesome experience for you, especially at the MCG. The Melbourne Cricket Ground, which is like where the home of AFL, that's where all the grand finals are played, and it's a hundred a hundred thousand people. Uh, it's absolutely wild. It's um, it's an awesome game to go to, and there's so much scoring that there's, there's always excitement there. Um, but yeah, it's just like it's the game the game I've grown up with. So naturally, I'm gonna like it a lot more than any other sport, unfortunately. <laughs> Who's who's your team, Hugh? Who should we root for? We're we're free agents in terms of uh, latching onto a team. Whoever you like, so, we like. Well, Blake, Blake, and I go for. I've, I've supported Ess- the Essendon Bombers. Love it since I was, since I was a kid, and um, Blake's best friend actually is one of the captains of the team. So Blake Hayes' best friend is actually one of the captains of the team. So that's how he got involved supporting them as well when he got when his friend got drafted. To the bombers. That's when he started following them. But yeah, dad, my dad's supported Essendon since he was a kid, so it was only natural that I was going to go for them. Well, we're bombers podcast now. That's it, Bill. Right? <laughs> like, that's it. Yes, bombers, we're bombers all bears. the way. Bears and bears and bombers. It goes hand in hand. I love well, it. I think there's a there's a there's definitely there'll be games this weekend. So you'll have to try and tune in and watch one of them. Who's their the uh, who, who's their big rival? Is it is it the Swans? Is it the Ruse? Who, who 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 do you hate? Uh, hate hate Collingwood. Oh, with a passion. Uh, the red, the yellow yellow and uh, so not yellow. Uh, black and white. The the magpies. The Collingwood mag, magpies. Which the magpies. magpie is a is a is a bird. You know what a magpie is? No, I thought it was like a bad dessert that my grandma. I thought make. it was a dessert as well. Yeah. <laughs> so the magpie is a, a magpie is like a bird, a bird that. Um, is native to Australia and um, they're black and white. So yeah, just with the, and they in in the in the spring um, you don't want to be riding your bike um, when there's magpie. It's magpie mating season because you'll get swooped and there's a lot of bad injuries that come from the swooping of the magpies. So yeah, it's you'll often see people riding their bikes down the street and waving their arm in the air trying to scare the magpies away and they're coming down and like just ripping into them. <laughs> It's fantastic to watch. Not great to be when you're the person um, getting swooped. <laughs> yeah, why would you root for that? Why would you root for the magpies as a team? They sound like terrible birds. Fuck the magpies. We're out. We're out exactly. on that. We're Bombers exactly. podcast. No. Fuck the magpies. Bombers. Uh, Bombers having a great season this year. Um, we've got some great young guns, so it's entertaining to watch. It's great to watch. Love the Bombers. So when, when, when a, your uh, team is doing well, does that mean that they're at the top of the table? Is that an expression, or am I getting am I getting my Correct. sports confused? No, definitely top of the table. Yes. I think top we're I think we're close to the top of the table. Nice. Um, I'll have to check a bit later, but yeah, we're fairly, we're going very well. So I think we'll make finals and um, and hopefully go go on from there to win the grand final. Is that your dream to uh, you know obviously star at the University of Illinois? I assume get drafted by the Bears. That's everybody's dream. 
and then yeah. eventually make your way back to Australia and become the greatest bomber that ever played? <laughs> um, I'm probably a bit past it for age-wise for that, I think. Um, it, typically, there's no... So in Australia, we don't have college football. There's no such thing. So uh, after high school, if, if you don't get drafted at 18, it's very rare to see someone um, get drafted after that. So um, it's basically... Uh, I mean, it happens. There's definitely like late bloomers and people that sort of um, weren't fantastic at, at high school or um, maybe didn't didn't train as hard or didn't have the right connections or whatever um, and then become uh, very good players afterwards and get drafted. But it's, it's definitely rare. Um, and there's no college, so there's no football system where you get recruited by a college to go and study. Uh, you either study um, or go and play football. And then, um, so there's one of the punters, he played for Richmond. He's a, he's a, US, he's a punter for USC. He's, um, he played for Richmond, which is one of the AFL teams, for about seven years. So he's my age. Oh, no, he might be 20 uh, year older than me. But he's uh, he decided to give it up because of head, head concussions. Um, and uh, I think decided that this was a better option for him because he can get an education and um, and sort of st- start like allow himself to open more doors that way. You guys seem to just beat you guys. I'm 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 associating you as a as a bomber now. You just beat the crap out of each other on the field, and there's no pads, right? There's no helmets. There's no nut. It's just like you kind of look like you're wearing like wrestling onesies too. <laughs> it's it's quite the look. The ladies must dig it big time. Yeah, I definitely love the uh, the Australian outfit um, in the football. I mean, it's sort of that's just what they've grown up with, I suppose. So they you get you get your your football football girls that sort of follow around guys and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Not me though, that never happens. <laughs> Unfortunately, I missed out on that boat. <laughs> you did mention offline that uh, you have a girlfriend who. She lives in Ohio. She's a Buckeyes fan. Is that accurate? Yeah, correct. Um, so she's becoming a uh, Illinois fan now. Uh, lives in lives in Chicago. So um, trying to convert her. We'll see how we go. She's, I think she's going to try and come to the first game against uh, Nebraska and uh, tailgate with her, my friend's family, which will uh, I'm sure she'd love. Oh, that's one thing I'd love to do is um, uh, have a tailgate. I'm have to sneak out. Um, of the uh, hotel a bit early, uh, hang around the tailgate before the game, and then sneak on into the game and hopefully get a punt. (laughs) (laughs) Or hopefully not get a punt because we don't want a punt. Only if you, yeah, exactly. Only if you, uh, I think you can only go to the tailgate if you're in the full pads, helmet, and everything. That's it. Ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, just right from the tailgate directly onto the field. I think that's only fair. I'll I'll talk to Coach B and see what he can do. He can work out for me. Get a pass. Get a pass for the morning. If you've seen any photos of uh, Bielema online, you know he's very open to tailgating. <laughs> I, I saw that when he was uh, getting recruited there. I kind of the ears the ears pricked up a little bit, and I thought, oh, look out! Here we go. Here's trouble. <laughs> yeah, I think he enjoys himself the occasional beer. So I think he 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 found himself back to a great place at Illinois for sure. Um, well, that's awesome. How has the experience been so far? Has it been a big change between the Lovey Smith coaching staff and and Bielema's staff? Is it, or is it kind of business as usual? Um, a bit, a bit business as usual. Um, 
I think this is the oh, this is the first. Like, it was, a, it was when when Coach Smith sort of left. It was like it was a shock to the, like shock to the system because I'd just been there for six months and started getting to know our coaching staff. And then all of a sudden there was a whole new coaching staff. I couldn't believe how the tur- the turnover was massive. Um, but yeah, I, I find it fantastic. Like I've gotten really close with a lot of the, the strength and conditioning staff and my coach, and really like made a strong a strong bond with them and. Um, uh, enjoying enjoying what they have to offer and just le- learned so much about football since them coming here and um, yeah really really I mean I think when I first got there it was definitely a, a tough transition um, and then having to have an old whole new coaching staff has been awesome I, I feel like I've been able to be myself a lot more and, um, and I'm 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 thoroughly enjoying it it's yeah it's it's the feel, the 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 mood at the, the in the team is is definitely a lot better. I think that's what the um, athlete director was hoping for. That's awesome. And I saw you had a, you had a great spring game, right? You had got a lot of action. Had two punts inside the twenty, right? Is that is that a big uh, big goal of yours to uh, to be the guy kicking in the coffin corner, right? That would be. I mean, that's that's a that'd be pretty awesome. We want to see you out there this year. Is what we're say, that's that's what we're saying, Hugh. We want to see you out there, so we can root for you. I I really want to be out there. It's uh, it's I tell you what though, it's gonna to be tough um, uh, taking the uh, spot of uh, one of the best punters in the in the in the country, in the at the college level. Um, but I I really want to be out there. I'm working hard and um. And hopefully we'll see what happens. But, um, either way, I'm um, in a fairly good position as it is. So I'll be there. I'll be there supporting from the sideline, keeping the bench warm for all the guys when they come on the field. If I'm not on there punting, so uh, I'll be encouraging them all the time. So it'll be uh, it'll be just as good either way. But yeah, can't wait to see myself on the field. And the spring game was good fun. Um, I think the temperature dropped, dropped like from all the practices we'd had. It was a really really cold night which uh, i'm sort of used to being here because the the snow was a a, a huge wake-up call um in the winter here that was that was uh, i was i've never experienced that before and um and then playing into late december or whatever it was was uh also mid-december last year um that was that was quite next i've never played football when it's been that cold and I can't even feel my hands, I'm trying to catch a ball. <laughs> and so that was a, that was definitely something to get used to. Um, but yeah, spring game was awesome. Uh, it was great to actually get on the field and, and have a few um, pretty much live 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 punts and uh, not not against any other team, obviously, but uh, against our own team. But still, at the the pressure as it is. When when you're not in Champagne, do you do you have um... Have you met any families? Do you have like, because I, I know when there's students who come from overseas, uh, there's like adoptive families, right? Has that happened to you? Do you have like a, do you have an American family outside the, the football squad who's who's taking you in? Yeah, definitely. Um, Marie and Nick Lillig. Um, so uh, Connor Lillig was a running back uh, on the team for, he, he graduated uh, this year. So um He's sort of he finished football at the end of last year, um, and called it quits. And then I went to his place over over Christmas and had a white, had my first white Christmas. Um, and they've been they've been unbelievable. They've sort of taken me taken me in and um, really made me feel like home when I couldn't couldn't really go back to Australia because of um, the COVID situation. 
um, and they were un- unbelievable. Looked after me like I was their third son, um, and that was that was awesome to be part of. So I can't, I can't, I honestly can't thank them enough. They've been instrumental in like helping me um, acclimatize to American life. Feel free, Bill, and I will also adopt you as well as your as an, your secondary American family. If that one falls through, <laughs> you're always welcome in our homes. Oh, thanks, lads. I appreciate that. That means a lot. We'll, we'll have a lot of fosters for you. No, I'm, a, I'm more of a bush-like guy, to be honest. <laughs> Hugh, this is this has been this has been great. We'd love to have you have you back as much as possible before before you get super busy during the football season. And uh, but even then, we'd love to check in with you too and and meet you in real life and all that good stuff. So uh, we really appreciate you you coming on for the for the first iteration of Huey's Mayo and Eggs, man. Thank you. Really appreciate it, man. Thanks, lads. I really appreciate being a part of it. Absolutely, Hugh. You're, you're always going to be welcome on Zero Doinks. Thanks, man. This has been Huey's Mayo and Eggs on Zero Doinks. You would be the first sober white man to say that. Bill. I'll never forget that horse video, Bill. What was the locker room shower situation like uh, for the water polo tip? Uh, pretty much how you would imagine it. Well, it has been a long time since we have had a hams and eggs segment, but we have a few very special guests that you're about to meet who are representing an awesome food eating contest in the name of charity and debauchery. Debauchery? Debauchery? Hard to say. Not a big... English language guy, but let's get right to it. Welcome back to Zero Doinks, America's favorite podcast about the Chicago Bears and all sorts of weird stuff. We are here today from our new friends representing the Hot 10, which is an upcoming uh, food contest that is supporting a local charity. What's up, Sean? What's up, Kevin? Andrew, how are you guys today? Good. Man, we sound legit when someone else introduces us. Great. That's right. Yeah, we can just follow you around and uh, introduce you to people this way with a microphone. <laughs> so, uh, why don't you guys talk a little bit about uh, the contest itself? First of all, it involves chicken wings, so that's near and dear to Dan in my heart. Um, but yeah, go ahead and tell tell our audience what it's all about. So, uh, we created this event four years ago. Uh, we had just gotten done watching a little bit of. Uh, hot one show we we sort of became big fans of, of that show on on youtube right off the bat I, I decided i wanted to test some of the sauces out with some of my closer friends and cousins and the invite list started going out and i you know turned this group of five people that all of a sudden there was 50 people in my backyard and so what we did is uh we created this event that plays an homage to hot ones where we're doing the 10 wings uh that they have on their show taking 10 of the sauces that they've used. And uh, as we start with something nice like Chalua, something nice and easy, and then by the end we're hitting the bomb or uh, the last dab and it's kind of like burn your face off type of uh, heat. What Have you guys all made it all the way through the 10 wings? You're, you're looking at the only one. You're the only every one. Year, every year. Sean, uh, Sean's got a great story this first year. There's one sauce which actually may make another appearance this year or so. For everybody listening in, this is a nice little teaser. Um, you know, some of these sauces are real tasty, guys. I mean, delicious, right? They're hot, but they're also yummy. There's a couple of them that are just straight gasoline. 
So uh, our first year, you know, our, our ranking deep operation, um, I'm on the microphone, Sean's mixing sauces and competing. So we pour uh, pain 100 all over about 50 chicken wings. And uh, Sean is already gagging. He puts a chicken wing in his mouth and turns around and let's just say uh, everything that he had down made a quick exodus from his stomach. So um, it was fantastic. But he, uh, I gotta say, I'm real proud of him. Last year he really stepped up or two years ago. Stepped up and finished all the way through. Sadly, uh, I don't like spicy stuff, so I push through as well as I can. You know, I usually got a gallon of milk sitting right next to me, and I'm chugging along. I think the last two years, I've you know pushed my way to wing number four, wing number five, and then I call it quits. Too much for me. Can't handle the heat. Okay, so uh, the question is, and I I've, I've asked this to Sean, but I, this is for the audience. Now on hot ones, they they eat like one little mouse bite for the hot one, for the hot sauce. That's not what you guys do, right? That's not allowed. That is an excellent question. Yeah, you. So we decided that you know that's not really fair, right? You got to choke down that whole chicken wing. So uh, we instituted a rule, and we got a whole you know some silly rules on the website and whatnot. You got to eat the entire wing. So you know, and in order to enforce that, you know, there's there's no better police than your your neighbors and the crowd. So you know, the rule is police yourself, but you got to clean that chicken bone just like your mama taught you. Definitely. Good. It's got to be official. Your event is July 31st. That's a Saturday. It's going to be at Joe's Live in Rosemont. And you guys are supporting the Baby Spirit Foundation. So we'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about the charity. But where can our audience go? Where, you know, where can they go to register? How much is it? Can they show up without participating and potentially vomiting in a, in a garbage can? Like what, what, what are the options for, for our audience and what is their, what is their money go toward? Absolutely. So we got two different options when, when people come visit our website uh, to join us this year. First option is to be a competitor and the price of the hot sauces, the, the competitors are going to pay a little bit more than the, than the spectators. So the, the price of the competitor is $100 plus a little bit extra for the PayPal expenses. And then the, the spectators are $50 plus a little extra. So with that, um, whether you're participating or spectating, you get a cool t-shirt, which I this is the Zoom, so you guys get to see it. They're cool. Check out the website. They're cool. Uh, so you get a t-shirt. Um, if you're competing, obviously you get some, some uh, um, you know, the glory and honor of uh, running the gauntlet. Anyone that's there present is going to have access. We're going to do an open bar, um, get the beers rolling. So about a three-hour open bar. Uh, and then we'll also put out a buffet um, um, via uh, Joe's Live. So there'll be some food, definitely chicken wings, probably some other stuff. We'll keep the spice to a minimum for those that don't uh, die a slow, painful death. But yeah, um, you know, then of course, obviously uh, proceeds from, of course, your ticket would go to our charity of choice. Um, the other nice thing is besides watching the debacle of uh, uh, everybody competing, um, we're also going to be doing a lot of split the pots. Um, some amazing raffles are going to be going. You know, just as an example, Sean got a dinner for two at Fogo de Chow. So, you know, that's going to be a, ra a raffle prize on um, just tons and tons of stuff. Within three or four days, we already got $1,000 worth of raffle prizes um, from businesses all over Rosemont, Niles, Edison Park, um, kind of our, this, that's kind of our turf. Um, so definitely bring some cash. Um, there's an opportunity to win some stuff, but uh, you'll definitely get a t-shirt and, and some entertainment um, in addition to going home. Uh, full and probably a little tipsy <laughs> yeah that's you're talking my language wings and booze that's definitely me and a little gambling that's also uh that's also i'm gonna lose a lot of money on this 
Uh, I have one question. Can, are, is there wagering amongst participants? Yeah, I would say, Dan, debauchery, you know, it's like any Bears game, right? You know, it's highly, highly encouraged. Uh, you know, I don't know. We, we don't really regulate it, right? Because with our charity, we got to be on the up and up. But shenanigans amongst the crowd, you know, we welcome it. Cheering, yelling, you know, name calling, which it's, it's all in, all in. Absolutely. It's I mean, especially when somebody's going uh, to go ring that bell to declare that they're done with the competition. We, we encourage a lot of heckling from the from the spectators. The, the, you've mentioned uh, Sean has vomited. And I think our, our all of our mutual friend, uh, Grease Tank, has also done it maybe more than once. Does that disqualify you? Are you out at that point? Yeah, you got to keep everything down. Um, when you start out, you got to clean that. Uh, you're allowed to, to, to drink. So, you know, if you're drinking beer or wine or whatever, wine and chicken wings sounds terrible. But, you know. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to keep it down. You can't bring anything with you. So like some people brought like lemon juice or candle wax or whatever. You can't do that. You only. <laughs> you candle only, wax. Yeah, Sounds kinky. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, yeah, you got to, you can only use what we give you. Um, and to stay in the competition, you have to keep everything down. Um, if you decide you're done, if you throw up, if you spit up, if you can't finish the wing, you don't keep up with the with the crowd. Yeah, you got to keep up too. That's the other thing. You can't sit there oh, okay. and milk it. Um, if you decide you're done, no problem. All you got to do is stand up in the middle of the entire room and ring a bell that we're going to provide, so we can all boo you appropriately. What's uh, what are the rules on uh, the back end? What if you cheat yourself? Does that disqualify you? Well, it's not coming out. I mean. <laughs> So if you keep it in your pants, you're okay. You know, so actually we were we were laughing about that. What if you got to run to the bathroom? You got to go evacuate, man. It's all you. You just got to be back for the next wing in time. We're not waiting for you in there. I'm asking, by the way, for myself because that if if I participate, that's a very, I'm I'm guessing like right in the middle around wing five. It could be, it could be a diarrhea town for me. So that I've done worse stuff in front of a crowd of people, but I'm not. I'm getting old now. I'm not sure I, anyone wants to see that. Well, if it's any consolation, you can cancel your colonic. You know, this thing will <laughs> right out. That's a good point. That is a good point. That's, uh, I'm sure, I didn't see that part on the website, but maybe that's something that can be added prior to the competition. Uh, is there a deadline for people to register to either participate or, uh, or be in the crowd? We're, we're looking to get a decent headcount uh, within the next week or so. So it would, it would be helpful for, for us to, to be able to get back to Joe's live with, with a, something of an average number, probably by the, uh, the 14th or 17th of the month. But at the end of the day, we're, we're more than welcome to have people walk in. Like I said, it, it would be helpful for us to have a, something of a headcount. All right. So for all those procrastinators out there like myself, make sure you register on the Hot Tens website and uh and get rolling so let's talk about uh the baby spirit foundation as i know you guys are are doing this for fun but also with uh with a wonderful charity in mind can one of you guys tell us a little bit about about that foundation yeah definitely um so this is a foundation um uh started by uh a friend of ours uh sean went to high school with them um and then uh, also uh family friends um uh, for me and, and um, my kids as well um, it's the uh, Cooney family, and they own a uh, uh, they own and operate a chain of funeral homes in 
know, obviously with, uh, you know, that line of work, you often see, um, you know, young kids, newborns, right? You encounter that a lot. And the Cooney family has been just unbelievably supportive um, for those families. And their son, Michael, who's now, um, you know, integral part of the family business, he saw this as a great opportunity. Um, he partnered with one of his friends who's a uh, therapist. And they formed this uh, charity that, you know, not only are they going to pay for the expenses that go along with, um, you know, the costs of, of providing services to, to that family, uh, but then there's also um, emotional support and therapy provided through um, Lindsay's business as well. Um, so just an incredible group of people, um, you know, they, they're just so unbelievably, you know, selfless and, and just an amazing family. And then obviously this charity really speaks for itself. Um, they've already made just massive impacts in, in the community here and helping families who you know, are just in an unimaginable point in their lives. So not to have to worry about you know, all these plans and details and, and have people that you know, are, are just true professionals. Um, and then most importantly, help work through, you know, again, what is just unbelievably haunting time. Um, it's a great charity, great people, and we're thrilled that you know, our, our silliness can, uh, can help them. Um, with their mission here and they also make a donation through your website if they can't make it we have a lot of listeners who are out of state who yeah. i know won't be able to make it but they we, we implore them to definitely donate to the, what what is a great charity yeah definitely well, so we have the baby spirit website on the hot 10 website so you can follow through and then there's opportunities to donate um if you get a chance to definitely follow baby spirit online um, Michael and his, and his family and friends and Lindsay are really good about um, putting together virtual, um, they had a big event back in March where there's all sorts of fun online raffles and games too. So, you know, Dan, coming back to all the gamblers in us, you know, it's great to, to donate and get a chance to win something, right? I love it. I love it. Who's the, who's the favorite this year? Back to gambling. Who do I wager on? Rick Loera. Rick, okay. So Rick, Rick was a champion uh, the first year that we had it. And then the uh, the second year that we we hosted it, Rick uh, came up a little bit short. So uh, one of the one of those issues that when we were talking earlier, uh, I had mentioned some people drink a little bit too much milk, and so I think Rick ran into that wall where there was a lot of milk coming out. <laughs> and he was he was over in the bushes that year, and it looked like a scene uh, from like The Exorcism, where it was just you know projectile. <laughs> this is gonna be awesome. I mean, this is. If you don't want to participate, just being there for some of this stuff is going to be, going going to be, be fantastic. It is going to be electric. It absolutely is. Yeah, you mentioned, Dan, you mentioned our mutual friend, Grease Tank, that we have with, with, with Sean and these guys. And I, I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd probably put him at like 50 to 1, you know, kind of like that middle of the road competitor. He could be a little sneaky. You know, I don't know if it's a good idea if he jumps into any milk, though. I, I feel like Frank with milk probably not a good combo as long as it's not almond milk for frank um <laughs> but uh frank frank i think has made it to about seven the last two years so i'm hoping he makes a little bit further at least tries to bond this year yeah, is that uh, are you gonna release what sauces you're gonna have this year is it or is it gonna be a surprise well there's there, there's some there's some sauces that we have that are that are constants that we have on our list some things are changing uh, like Kevin, Kevin alluded to earlier, we are bringing back pain 100. Um, and, you know, like I let slip a little bit ago that we're bringing back the bomb as well. So we're going to leave the rest of them to, to be a bit of a surprise, but uh, just be prepared for, for a lot of pain on those two. 
So the way, that, not to get into too much detail here, but the way we pick sauces is they're, they're on an ascending Scoville unit, right? Scoville is a unit of measurement for, for heat and, and peppers. Um, the last three, um, Sean and I were, were finalizing the list last night, just, woof, wow, that last one, holy cow. So folks, you know, uh, get ready, bring your tongues, it's, it accelerates pretty quickly. Or a diaper. In my case, just bring a diaper as well, just to be safe. Judgment-free zone. That's right. Yeah, hopefully Dan shows up in nothing but a diaper. I think, I think that, would, uh, that would up the attendance big time. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well guys... This has been awesome. Where where can people find out more information about this online? Where should we direct our loyal Zero Doinks listeners? Our website is uh, thehot10.com. 10 is spelled out, T-E-N. I'm glad you spelled it because our audience, you know, not a lot of readers, I'm guessing. Well, no, no, no one grease tank. I mean, some things get a little difficult for guys like him. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Thehot10.com. Everybody go there. You can register, you can participate, you can be in the crowd and all, uh, or most of the money I should say goes toward the baby spirit foundation, a wonderful charity that you guys are kind enough to include. That is awesome. We're very excited to be there ourselves. Uh, we're still, you know, knocking around participating or not. We'll see what happens there, but we're, we're definitely going to be there. What do you think, Kevin? Come on, Bill. Come on. You're coming. You're going to show up. You're going to be there. You know, it's, it's for a good cause, man. It's for a good cause. Get up in front. Let's go. Bring your diaper. <laughs> Bring your diaper. I'll borrow one of Dan's. That'll be fantastic. Well, thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Andrew. This has been awesome. This has been Zero Doinks. Support the Hot 10 and the Baby Spirit Foundation on July 31st at Joe's Live Rosemont. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Go Bears. Go Bears. Go Bears. Hey guys, it's season three. Have you ever wanted to follow us? Do it at Zero Doinks. Twitter at Zero Doinks. Instagram at Zero Doinks. Slip into our DMs. What, what, wild. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. At Zero Doinks. Follow us. Hams and bread, hams and bread, hams and bread, hams and bread. Zero dykes! Yes, yes. Zero dykes! Yes. Go! Zero dykes! Push the ball, push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes! Go! Kick it in! Hams and bread. Let's go! Dan, what do you think? Should we just kick it right to Rick? Give it to me, Rick. Raw. Hi, this is Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams, hands, hands, and hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Our buddy Rick Fieldsman. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. Hams and spreads. 
Hands in Spreads. Rick Feelsman. Ricky Feelsman. Rick Feelsman. Rick Feelsman. and Spreads. Featuring me, Rick Feelsman. All right, doinkers, we are back and better than ever. This is Rick Fieldsman coming to you live from my office slash backseat. It is a Monday evening, which means the IPAs were slapping today. Oh, my gosh. But that doesn't stop me from giving you the hottest picks. For the uninitiated, this is hams and spreads, the segment within hams and Bread, the segment of Zero Doinks that is the most talked about at the water cooler across this great nation of ours. We have the hottest gambling segments on the internet. It's just the hottest thing in the whole world. If you if you don't if this is your first time here, you gotta rethink your life. And what have you been doing up to this point to get the hottest picks? Because I'm giving them to you. Rick Fieldsman is giving you the sauce on the Zero Doinks chicken nugget, okay? And I'm just feeding you constantly, just constantly feeding you the hottest picks that is eventually going to give you diarrhea, but will also fund your bank account, and that's what we are here for. So let's go ahead and let's get started with some of the hottest picks. Uh, Let me make sure that I – I did screen cap them. Here we go. Hams and spreads, pick one. Oh, right. We are starting off strong with a little bit of the odds boost for all you DraftKings players. Here's what we have. The Open Championship of Golf is uh, on uh, July 14th. It's later this week. The bet is any golfer to record an eagle on hole number one in round number one. A little complicated for Rick Fieldsman on a Monday late afternoon, but it's an odds boost. Normally plus 400, we're going to plus 450. Oh, I love this bet. I'll be honest, when I read it at first, I thought it was an eagle at any point during round one, but it's only on hole one. I still love the bet. It was easy monies then, and it's easy monies now. We're going plus 450, eagle on hole one. Some say it's the easiest hole on that course, and everyone's going to be loose by the time they tee off hole one. Plus 450, the hottest picks, making monies on a Thursday, maybe a Wednesday, definitely a Wednesday. Oh, that is a hot bet. I love it. Okay, here we go to the next pick. (laughs) Hams and spreads. Pick two. All right, we are going to the next one. We are going to MMA Saturday at 11 a.m. We have Francisco Figadero versus Malcolm Gordon. Francisco Figadero is minus 290. Malcolm Gordon plus 230. We're going Malcolm Gordon plus 230. We are going the hottest pick. Malcolm Gordon, I'm going all dogs this week. I'm going all dogs plus 230. We're going Malcolm Gordon. He is a, a classic MMA fighter. He's going to whoop on Francisco and it's going to be the hottest thing ever. Oh my gosh. Here we go. We're going to the final pick. Pick three. Hams and spreads. Pick three. Printing money's pick of the week. Printing Money's Pick of the Week is brought to you by...
Parlays. If you thought you liked betting parlays, just ask my good friends Wheatus. Cause I just like betting parlays, baby. Don't give me no even monies, baby. I'm trying to triple my monies, baby, tonight. Parlays, come get you some. Oh, the sponsorship was back in a big way. Big congrats to my friend Rick Fieldsman, who happens to be me, for getting sponsored this week. Anywho, we are going to the last pick, boxing. We have the hottest matchup, Jermel Charlo versus Brian Carlos Castano. Castano. Oh, Brian Carlos Castano is plus 190 versus Jermel Charlo. Here's what happened to me this weekend, okay? Here, well, let me break it down for you. Uh, I had a couple people over to my house slash uh, tow truck. And I may have gotten the McGregor fight. Don't know if I paid for it legally or not. I had so much money on McGregor. I always bet McGregor. He always lets me down. I had so much money on McGregor. And when I saw his leg snap, it was just defeat rolling over me. But that's okay. Because you know why? I had the hottest bet on Sunday too. Euro Cup 2020, even though it's 2021. I had England over Italy. England to win on penalty kicks, plus 1,200. I don't even want to tell you how much money I could have won with this one. Oh, my gosh. And then what do they do? They sub in two guys who haven't played the whole game, who have no stake in the game. They haven't kicked a ball in 120 minutes. They expect these guys to make it. Oh, and then, no, let's bring on this teenager to kick the last one. Give me a break. I don't know what this England coach's name is. I don't want to know what his name is because he's not going to be living in England much longer. That was a, a disaster for my account, a disaster for England, a disaster for Europe, and frankly, a disaster for England. Let's get down to brass tacks here. <laughs> Brian Carlos Castano, plus 190. You put your funds on there. Triple play, baby. Here we go. Oh my gosh. Give me some football. I am so sick of betting the NBA. I am so sick of everything else. MLB, I just lost a bunch of money on the home run derby. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Bet the Suns. Doesn't matter. They lost game three. All that matters are these three picks. The hottest picks. There we have it. I want to send it back to the Doinks boys. And as always, I have a good one at the windows. And this has been the world's greatest and first segment within a segment, Hams and Spreads with Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman is the smartest person in the whole wide world. Rick Fieldsman can make you a lot of money. Wow. Well, thanks, Rick. I don't think I have anything else to add. How about you, Dan? Absolutely not. That's good enough. See you next segment. Bye-bye. Here we go. Hams, hams, and Ted. Hams, 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 and Ted. Hams, 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 and Ted. 
Hams, 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 and Ted. Baseball talk. Here we go. Hams and Ted. Here we go. Hams and Ted. Uh, it's becoming my least favorite segment because my baseball team is fucking trash. I'll do. Let me just go quick through the Cubs. Fuck you guys. You're trash. They lost 11 straight. Uh, I think 12 of their last 13 to go into the All-Star break. Something like that. I don't know. Look it up. I'm not a research guy. I was supposed to go to the game to yesterday, Sunday, as we're filming this. Filming? Jesus Christ. Recording. <laughs> Uh, and they and it was rained out, so you couldn't even get that right, Cubs. So fuck you for having rain on the 584th day that I had not seen live sports. Not that I was counting. Fuck you guys. Blow the team up, please, as quickly as possible. Get rid of everyone. Fuck you guys. How are the Sox doing, Bill? Well, they're they're doing all right. But what? Uh, who's the who's the Cubs All Star in Tuesday night's All Star game? Two of them, Chris Bryant and Craig. Craig Kimbrell. Craig mm. Kimbrell. Kind of a tongue twister. Give it a shot. It is. Craig Kimbrell. I had to really think about that. You want to say Krimbrell, right? Yeah, yeah. Craig Krimbrell. Yes. Those two guys. Chris Kringle. I love that guy. <laughs> Fantastic. Good guy. Good guy. Yeah. Uh, are there any Cubs that you consider off, uh, off the market? I don't know if that's the right phrase, but anybody you would not want to see them trade, or is everybody on the table for you as a mm. Cubs fan? I don't care. Literally, no, I don't care. I guess um, Contreras, maybe? I don't know. If I feel like he's he seems to be the only one that gives a shit. So maybe Contreras, you keep him around. But otherwise, I don't give a fuck. Blow, blow the whole thing up. Just everyone they just drafted like yesterday, today, whatever it was, just bring them all up now. No, no minors. Just bring them up. Speaking of the White Sox. Uh, first place up by eight games. That is their second largest lead at the all-star break in franchise history. That's wonderful. Congratulations. Um, the truth of this team though, you, you hit it on, on Twitter today. They beat the shit out of teams that are really bad and they don't play that great against teams that are 500 or above. That is true. That, that is something that has been very noticeable uh, not that it really matters, just get in the fucking playoffs and see what happens, but it doesn't make me feel amazing. Uh, but let's not bury the lead. Eloy is back. He is in the minors. He hit a homer in his first game. Mark in North Carolina was there to see it. Thank you, Mark, for all of your updates. You drove back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and you finally saw your boy Eloy. Thank you so much. Uh, so that's great. Uh, Louis Robert is also going to uh, report, I think, relatively soon. So he'll be back before the end of the year. So the injured guys are coming back, which means the whole pitching staff's going to get hurt in the second half of the year because Tony LaRussa is the manager, and he is a drunk, and he is an asshole. And he also may get manager of the year in the American League, which would be very weird and hilarious because I think he won it in 1983 for the White Sox. So that's... It from the south side of Chicago. Back to you, Dan. All-star game. Do you care? Are you going to watch it? I'll watch it. I'll watch it. There's there's four White Sox. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a big 
keep an eye on the on the All Star game. Guy, I've always enjoyed it. Hump the under, though. I think is the point, right? Yeah. Under. Yeah, we probably should have thrown that in the uh, hams and bread portion. Maybe Rick covered it. I don't know because uh, I don't listen to it beforehand, and I don't think you did tonight either. So, if Rick said that, do it. If he didn't say it, do it anyway. But uh, yeah, good for your socks. Cubs blow it up. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? This has been Hams and Ted. See you next segment, which is the last segment. Zerdox. Penis. <laughs> Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Wrap this motherfucker up. I am I am way off base tonight. Sorry, Bill. Sorry, Zero Doinks listeners. I am fucking everything up. Let's wrap this bitch up. Bill, uh, I got something. Do you have... But I want you to go first. What do you got? Go. Um, I'm not sure what the score is of the USA-Australia uh, exhibition game before the Olympics, but I do want to say that I love Hugh, and I appreciate Hugh being part of our lives here and part of our listeners' lives on Zero Doinks. I also love our new friends from the Hot 10. Shout out to them. July 31st, that is going to be the event of the year. Dan, I can't wait to be there. It's going to be red hot in every which way. So thank those guys also for joining us this episode. Dan, you said you had something. And I can't wait to hear it. What you got, buddy? All right, I, I I have a confession to make, Bill. I might I might be a soccer guy now. I might be into soccer. I've totally like overdid the UEFA Cup to the point where I watched the entire Italy England game on Sunday with literally not a penny on the game. Not even wagering on it. I watched out of general interest, and I'm a little worried that I might be a soccer guy now after I've shit on it for so long. My theory that I could still play in a game and it won't make an impact still stands, but I actually enjoyed watching that game. Is that that okay? It is okay. I love watching talented people do amazing things. That is why I have subscribed to Cinemax all of these years. Uh, general interest. Didn't you serve under him in Vietnam? Yeah, but I'm not allowed to talk about it because he was a diddling and a fiddling. No, it's you, the UEFA. It was that was amazing. That was um, some high quality soccer. That's for sure, to say the least. I can see it. Now, the next step, though, are you going to adopt a professional team? I know you were with Brother Dave recently at a wedding. He's a huge soccer guy. Did you guys talk about it? Did he try to talk you into Newcastle? I think he's a big Newcastle guy. Am I hitting all the right notes? You are hitting all, yeah, and that's actually 
a big part of why I think I'm turning into a soccer guy because brother Dave and I were very intoxicated at a wedding uh, 4th of July weekend in Lake Geneva. Uh, thank you to the couple that got married on that very busy weekend. I appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> but brother Dave, he was drunk, and he I asked him about soccer and how he picked Newcastle. He didn't stop talking for about 10 minutes. I mean, he gave me the full rundown to the point where I was like, I might be a Newcastle guy now. I don't know what any of this means, but I might be a Newcastle guy. No, I don't. I don't know how to do that. How do you pick? I don't. I don't know how to pick a team, and and I was trying to ask Dave how he did, and it was like, some of it was in English, some of it wasn't. There was like a video game aspect to it. There was a player. I didn't know any of it, so I don't know. I feel like I need to adopt a team, but I also am not confident in myself that I can commit to like waking up at like five in the morning on Saturdays to like watch or if I like if it's not on like NBC or whatever they play on I'm not gonna go hunting I'm not gonna go hunt for it so um I don't know what do you think should I should I adopt a team like do I get real obscure with it and I adopt like a team that's like like basically the triple a or whatever see I don't even know the lingo the ones that are like been relegated like two or three times over do I just pick some shit kicking soccer team where it's like a guy who works as a bouncer at a bar is also the goalie of the team oh so (laughs) so i think maybe this will help dan i think you know in a past episode when we met grease tank frank we became huge ferris fans right and we hate grand valley earlier today in this episode we became huge bombers fans big time we and we hate the magpies like with every inch of our soul, I am willing to commit with you, Dan, on behalf of Zero Doinks, where this is a safe haven for Newcastle. Because Brother Dave's a Newcastle fan, I think we jump on the Newcastle bandwagon. And, I, and I'll be right there with you, lockstep, arm in arm. What do you say? Done. I'm, in, I'm fucking in. I'm a Newcastle guy. What Do they have a... Do they have a mascot? Don't know. We okay. need to find that out. Right. I don't know what their colors are. I assume they're and then the Premier League. I assume it's England. Yep. <laughs> Is Newcastle a town? I I think so. At the very least it's got to be like an area, right? Like a like a county. Is that where the beer am- comes from? Is that Newcastle beer? <laughs> I have no idea, Bill. I have no idea, but yeah, we're Newcastle guys now. I'm I'm fine with that. Newcastle guys. I've never guys. felt more alive. I've never felt. I, I smell a new segment. <laughs> Bingo! In Newcastle guys, who's their rival? Do we know that? Mm, no, I don't. Okay, I'm gonna right. guess. Um, I'm gonna guess. Uh, FC Schalke 04 from the Bundesliga. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. No, I don't know. Who would the Liverpool? I feel like they hate Liverpool, right? It's got to be Liverpool. Fuck Liverpool. Does does everyone hate Liverpool? Who's Arsenal? I don't know. I don't have a fucking clue. Tottenham. Hot Spurs. That's a thing, right? That is a thing. All right. I I feel great. I'm going to go on DH Gate later tonight and order me a Newcastle jersey. And uh, see should we learn? 
should we learn the roster first? Like, or, or is this a is that a soccer thing where you just order a jersey, a kit? What do they call it? A kit or something weird like that? You just order with no player on it. I feel like that's a thing. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, you don't have to don't have to make a commitment, or you can customize it. You know, and I'm sure you've always wanted. I know you've always wanted to be on the pitch. We've talked about it since season one of Zero Doinks. Where where are we going to hide Dan Doinks? on a soccer field so this would be a perfect opportunity <laughs> for me to actually get a dan doinks soccer jersey just to honor you perfect i'm in i'm fucking in go newcastle uh castles i'm sure they're the castles uh fuck you shaka smart oh four what was it yeah i they definitely don't know anything about FC Schalke, I'm sure. So, no, we'll, we'll find out. We'll dig okay. deep. Okay. Somebody, somebody slide into our DMs so we don't have to do the research, though. Somebody tell Please. us who we hate as Newcastle fans. Please. I'm, sitting, I'm yeah. sitting in a garage. I don't have time to look this stuff up. Uh, but back to the Sunday's game, it was pretty awesome to see England lose. Like, I didn't really, ha- I didn't really care either way, but it was kind of awesome to see a stadium full of people just sad. I, I could say, like, I can confidently say that as an American, right? Like, we still got some beef with them, don't we? We do, except for Mike in England. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's great. Sorry, Mike. Mike. For uh, Yeah, sorry that sorry you lost, but I'm glad that you finally, for the first time in your life, went to Billinge Hill. Thank you oh. for the, those photos that you sent. Um, <laughs> you know, fantastic. So I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad you ventured out of the home. I do feel bad for Mike now that I said that out loud. That was kind of rude of me. I'm sorry, Mike, because I, I do. We have any listeners in Italy? I feel like we don't. Not yet. I don't, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, um, they're too busy eating think, spaghetti. Yeah, I think Luigi Pepperoni. I think is the one listener. I'm pretty sure. Is that racist? Are we going to be canceled? Uh, yep. Yep. Just you. Just you. Um, yeah, sorry, Mike. I, I always assumed that England was just good at soccer. They haven't won like an actual title since like 1966. How is that possible? Wasn't soccer invented there? This is venturing a little too close to home as a Bears fan, isn't it? Like, yeah. I thought they were like the original, the original team. Uh, they shit, haven't won since 85. That's oh, kind of, that's kind of true though, but it'd be like, It'd be like if USA Basketball was just like, oh, they haven't won anything in like 100 years. Nope, we're fucking awesome at Olympic basketball. We're amazing. The only time is we suck is when we send like our B team. I don't know. Just It just struck me as weird. Although, did you did you miss the fact that USA lost to Nigeria? I know it was an exhibition game. Exhibition. You're, we're fine. Yeah, we don't count it? We're okay, fine. No, we don't, we're fine. absolutely not. It literally does not count. It's exhibition, Bill. So, Good point. Good yeah. Point. It does not count. Uh, no. Yeah, I just found that interesting. So sorry, Mike, but I got a little bit of a chuckle out of out of the the loss. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fine. It's it's just how you felt at the time and still feel twenty four hours later. It's okay. You're nobody can deny you your feelings, Dan. Thank you so much. Um, what else is going on? What do you got coming up? Anything red hot? In the uh, the Bill Doings household, you know we're going to a lake house at the end of the month, but y- you may uh, hear from us, ladies and gentlemen, before then. Uh, I know you're going to Austin, Texas this week, aren't you? Yes. Have you ever been to Austin? 
I have for a bachelor party, uh, but this week we're going for Jordan Doink's birthday, so it might be a different experience this time around. Have you been to Austin? No, I'm going um, going in the fall, though, for for an event. It's going to be red hot. Oh, look at you. Oh, we got an event in Austin. Oh, it's a, <laughs> it's a sex toy conference. Oh, look at me. I'm Bill. Blah, 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 blah. No, I'm looking forward to it. Should be fun. Are you um are you gonna be on the lake at any point? I think there's a lake there, right? Yeah, Lake Travis. Um maybe. Jordan doesn't know what's going on. I don't think she listens to the <laughs> Zero Dogs very much, but just in case, I'm not spilling the beans. There's supposed to be like a lot of bats somewhere. That's what I've learned, but you know. I don't know. Is that true? Uh yeah. Okay. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what bats do. They just fly around, but apparently there's like a time in the evening where they just like leave. <laughs> they go somewhere else and then they come back. I don't know. I don't know what bats do. Do you know what bats do? They just eat don't they eat bugs? They make contact with some rawhide. If you're the White Sox lineup, that's what that's what you do. Oh, that was an absolute stretch. It's true, and it's not even true this year. Like, the Sox have, like, 12 homers. Come on. Stop it. Yeah. All right. This has been a joy, <laughs> Dan. This has been a joy. Thank you also to uh, – I don't I don't want to forget uh, Coach Cuse and Rick Fieldsman for the fresh song that you played with me. Ooh. Uh, that led off the show, and uh, it was a fan. It was fantastic. So just another another can't miss hit. That uh, you know, I'm sure half the audience fast forwarded because they wanted some hot bears talk. But if you missed it, go back. It's tremendous. Yes, thank you guys. Rick's a great musician for a guy with uh, no thumbs. I just want to say that, and a great person. Thank you for hams and spreads. Thank you. Hugh, thank you, Hugh. That's hard to say. Craig Kimbrell, thank you, Hugh. Nailed it. And thank you to the Hot 10 guys. Come on out to that event. I may or may not get involved with eating wings. At this, if it were happening today, I would not be eating hot wings because my face would just melt off. But end of the month, maybe. That's right. That's right. It's going to be awesome. We'll be there no matter what. It's going to be fantastic. Go to Hot thehot10.com and register. That'll be great. Thank you, Dan. This has been lovely. I hope you feel better. I hope you find your way out of the garage, and I wish you a safe trip to Austin, Texas, you Newcastle fan. Thank you, you sexy Newcastle son of a bitch. I love you, Bill. This has been fun. You're the man. I love you, too. Go Bombers! Zero dogs. Go Bears. Go Bombers! Fuck you, Aaron Rodgers.
Instagram. 